Hello and welcome, Friar Town. Today is December 14th. We're going to be joined by Friar Guard, Thicket Games. I am Dilly Ritchie, and this is the Friar Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 37 of the Friar Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Billy Ritchie, solo tonight, uh, but I have a very special guest with us who is probably one of the more versatile Friars I can remember in recent history, can certainly guard one through five. We saw him go seven of 10 from three in a recent game, um, and, and, and he just, he serves as kind of like that glue guy, right? Every successful team that we've seen in PC history needs that glue guy. Somebody who's going to do a little bit of everything, right? Dive on that loose ball, get after rebounds, get in good position, hit that big clutch three. I've seen a lot of this from ticket gains. I wrote about it earlier in the year. If you guys remember that I was really excited to see him join the Friars and we have him here on the show tonight. So ticket, welcome to the show. No, I appreciate you having me. How you doing? We're good, my man. Um, very excited to just have a conversation with you about your basketball journey and how you ended up in Friartown. Cause we're sure we're very glad that you're here. So let's let's kick it off with just the early years, right? Like playing basketball, growing up in Buffalo. You know, tell us a little bit about your background and how you fell in love with the game of basketball. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so I started playing basketball when I was like three or four. Uh, I remember I, I used to live across the street from a basketball court, and uh, my older cousin used to always go play. I used to go play with him. Uh, obviously, I couldn't do anything with him, but. Just because, like, being around a basketball, being able to – being picked up to shoot a basketball was always, like, uh, fun for me growing up. And then uh, kind of just fell in love with the sport. I tried football. Uh, I played a lot of sports. I tried a lot of sports. I just – I didn't play all of them. But uh, I just knew basketball was the one. Uh, once I got older to about 9 or 10, uh, the the page kind of flipped for me for basketball, kind of uh, getting to travel basketball and things like that. Uh, I played my first travel basketball maybe at 9 or 10 years old. So I kind of got to see uh, – what it had to offer. Uh, like, you know, as, as a young kid, you really don't see the future as far as basketball or what you want to do with it, but you just enjoy playing in that moment. Uh, a lot less pressure than uh, when you're older playing. So uh, definitely just falling in love with the sport early on, playing travel basketball, and then getting to high school was really where things took off for me uh, in my game. Uh, a lot of work that showed before about, uh, high school really showed. So uh, falling in love with it. Um, and when I got to high school, that's when things really got serious for me because uh, I saw a future for it, future with it. And, uh, uh, yeah, that's where that's where things really took off for me uh, as a player and, and my love for the game. And to do it, you know, where you grew up in Buffalo, um, you know, how special was that? Because, you know, Buffalo, it's not your New York City or your L.A. Or, or, you know, Chicago. Like, you know, what was it like kind of like being a hometown star and, and, and being, you know, really good at your craft? Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. I think I think that goes back to high school. Uh, my freshman year, I played JV, uh, and people knew me, but people were like, didn't know me. Like I was on JV, so nobody really watched the JV games, things like that. But people knew my name. People were like, oh, let's take it right there. Like everyone, like AAU, everyone knew me that in that in that sense. But as a player, no one really knew how what I could do on the court. And uh, then my sophomore year, I got the opportunity to play varsity basketball. And I think that's where things really took off. And uh, like you said, being a small town. Uh, uh, so when one of the names out there, everyone knows you, and uh, kind of kind of being held to that standard of one of the top players uh, in the area, 
uh, was very fun for me, just going on that journey, uh, being able to night in, night out, knowing that you're getting everyone's best game. I uh, was just excited for me because I was going to bring it every time. And then um, being a leader on that team, being one of the best guys, I, I kind of grew into the player that I am today, uh, having an opportunity to not being put into like, oh, you're just a big man because you're 6'5", six, 6'4", six, uh, but having my coach, who was my father, just kind of mold me into the player I was today uh, as far as like the, all the all the tools that I have. And uh, I think high school is great for me, uh, getting that notoriety, getting that getting that star power within my community uh, because I feel like I affected a lot of lives, a lot, a lot of people on my team, a lot of people under me, uh, giving them motivation. Uh, because definitely coming from a small city, uh, you get put into a box. And I, I think I kind of outgrew that box, uh, which was good for me, but also good for the people that was looking up to me. Yeah, I mean, I was impressed when I looked through your stat line in high school. You were a triple double machine, <laughs> and that was how you got your nickname. You know, the yeah. big, the big ticket. Like, you know, the and, and you mentioned playing for your your, your father, um, Tyree Parker. Like, how special was that experience? Uh, so, so uh, he's like he's like my adopted father. So that's what yeah. got me into travel basketball. Um, when I was like nine years old, I played against. I was playing for my middle school team. And then we were playing against like his A. He own he owns it. Like a, he's the president of AAU team in Buffalo, and we was like in the summer league or something like that. And I was playing for my school, and I played against their team. Uh, they they killed us, but I but I was I was I played good. And like he was coaching the team, he came to me after like, like who do you play for? I'm like, nobody. I play for my school. He's like, you never play AAU. I didn't I didn't know what AAU was at the time. I was young. Uh, just, yeah, just loving the sport, but uh. He said, I have an AAU team. Like, this is an AAU team that you just played against. Like, we travel to different cities and play. I'm like, I mean, I've never heard of it. I said, but I'll, I'll try it. Like, I'm, I'll, like, I'm down to try. So he talked to my coach. Uh, coach, I introduced him to my mom. So he actually took me home that day. And uh, he ended up talking to my mom about what AAU was, like, what the travel schedule was. And they had a tournament coming up that weekend. So I ended up, I go to practice the next day, the next couple of days. And we ended up, going, I remember we went to Syracuse. Uh, for a tournament I was on like the older team because I was like one of the tall guys so I went to the older team I didn't play so I'm like what is this like <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. play yeah, I want to play <laughs> I don't, don't want to play but I ended up playing my age group uh, the next game and I kind of met met some players that I ended up playing with for a long time from so from nine years old to I graduated high school that was my team uh, we all kind of grew up together stayed together that through that time uh, our core players so uh I think AAU was a great experience for me, and then uh, playing for playing for Ty was just uh, it's a blessing uh, because like, we were able to grow that relationship since I was ten years old. Uh, being with being with him, uh, we're in the gym every day after school, holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Like we're in the gym working out, and uh, and I think thank him for not putting me in that. Like I said earlier, putting me in that box of being one of the tallest players. So he's going to put you in the post. Uh, I was a point guard uh, from my high school. Well, I played one through five from my high school. Um, so growing up, AAU, I played one through five. Uh, got the ball, got the ball off the rebound, pushed it, and things like that. And I got to high school. He ended up being my high school coach. Uh, kind of, kind of brought those tools uh, to high school. Um, and being able to be a leader, like I said, put put me in a leadership position. Uh, being one of the best players has really helped me grow. And uh, him working on me every day on those tools, dribbling, passing, uh, IQ, uh, watching the game, uh, making reads, things like that, uh, really helped me to uh, to be be a great player in high school. So then you transferred to Hargrave Military Academy. I would just be, I would be curious to know what was that experience like? Like you, you, you were in, like you said, you were in, in your hometown and then, and then you make this move, you know, to it's Virginia, correct? Mm -hmm. um, Chattanooga, Virginia. 
yeah and and you're in a completely different world you're on your own you're chasing the dream what, what was that experience like uh to be honest uh I wasn't gonna go well, I didn't want to go <laughs> I, I mean obviously I, I was gonna go but uh kind of came to me it's like yeah there's a I was, I was doing a whole reclass thing to, my, uh, to be 2019 instead of 2018. He's like, uh, there's a school out there. They're going to, uh, they want you. I'm like, cool. He said, uh, Hargrave. I'm like, he's like, it's a prep school. I'm like, cool. He's like, he's in Virginia. I'm like, all right. And I was getting to research and I text him back like, Hargrave Military Academy? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm not going to a military school. <laughs> like, so it was just a whole, the whole idea of having, going to a military school was like kind of threw me off uh, early on uh, before I made the decision to go. But I'm like, uh, I'm grateful for the experience. Uh, it it was it was a it was it was a tough few first weeks uh, being in that environment. I uh, never had to have that structure like the uh, Hargrave does. But uh, it was a blessing in disguise for me. Uh, just being there, uh, learning, learning. I think I think that was the biggest part of being on Hargrave. Uh, learning discipline, uh, things like that, and uh, taking that year to develop my game and uh, build the bonds with uh, teammates that I had. I talked to almost all of them every day. I'm not every day, but all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, even playing against some of them. I uh, played against one last night uh, at Oklahoma. I uh, played against one at Cincinnati, uh, things like that. So uh, I think just going there, uh, it, it taught me things outside of basketball. Uh, a lot of people look at the basketball with Hargrave, but uh, it, it's much more than than just playing on the court, uh, being together uh, with your brothers uh, for that however long you're there, eight month period uh, in that environment uh, really teaches you a lot of things about life uh, other than just basketball. But uh, I'm very appreciative of my time there uh, at Coach Martin was my head coach. He was, he was a great guy. He's at uh, Ohio right now. Uh, appreciate him bringing me along that journey. But uh, it was definitely something I had to get used to. But um, I was appreciative every day I spent there because it taught me a lot of things uh, and more things off the court than on the court. Yeah, and both are equally important. You know, my as, as Coach always says, mindset is obviously very important. And I'm sure, you know, being there obviously changed your kind of perspective of, you know, the structure and the balance needed to be really successful at the next level. And and then you, you started off playing SEC basketball. You, you know, you yeah. went over to, t- to Tennessee. Rick Barnes, we love Rick Barnes here in, in, in PC land, as obviously he was a coach here. Um, you know, what was, what was the decision to kind of go to Tennessee and, and, and start over in the SEC? Um, so, so in high school, I had, I had a lot of the, the local, uh, offers like UB, Canisius, Niagara, uh, Kent State, uh, Monmouth, uh, and that was like, that was very early in my high school career. Uh, I think my sophomore year, junior year, uh, and then I ended up getting an invite to the Tennessee basketball camp, uh, which they held like a league camp and, uh, went down there, uh, played against their guys. Uh, from the area, guys are fluent and things like that. And uh, I had a really great showing, and they ended up offering me a uh, scholarship. And uh, I thought it was a no-brainer. Um, the SEC school, uh, who 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 took a shot on me, a guy who didn't have really high major offers. But uh, going down there and meeting Coach Barnes, meeting the staff, meeting the players, uh, I felt like it was a, a, a right place for me. Uh, so I ended up committing there. And then going there, I, like I said, it's just like Hargrave. It's taught me, like, I appreciate my time that I had there. I spent two years there, but it taught me a lot uh, about basketball, uh, just about life and things like that. Uh, first year, uh, played, played, had, had, had meaningful minutes. Uh, coach believed in me to be to be one of the defensive stoppers, uh, so I appreciate that. And uh, just growing as a player, uh, working on my game, uh, being in that, at that level, playing against those uh, type of players, uh, you're only going to get better. Uh 
playing against the players that we had in practice every day uh, for two years, but also uh, even the non-conference games we played and then conference, you know, was a gauntlet uh, in the SEC. So I was pretty sure of my time there being being one of those players who who able to touch the floor and uh, try to make an impact for the team. But uh, Coach Barnes great. I appreciate him uh, for giving me the opportunity uh, to play there. And uh, I built some bombs there that, that, I, that I still have to this day. So, uh, you always got to appreciate that. You have people who care about you and care about your well-being, things like that. So it's, it's an awesome full circle story for a Friar fan because, you know, you commit to coach Barnes, Kim English then becomes the head coach yeah. of George Mason. You go with him and then you end up coming to PC. So I think, right. it's, I think it's an awesome story. Um, and, you know, we can just go. I, I'm curious, right? Let's go mm-hmm. right into the George Mason years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you had some big performances. I, I I remember watching film on the Kansas game specifically, uh-huh. and, and and you and you you attacked that. I wrote about it this this off season. Like, you attacked the best competition in that game, in my opinion, really well. You had a double double. Like, you looked really strong and poised out there. What, what were some of your favorite memories playing for Kim, or or just in general at George Mason? Uh. Yeah, George Mason was definitely definitely uh, was a great experience for me. Uh, coming off a year where my sophomore year at Tennessee, I didn't play much, and uh, coaching was getting a job with George Mason, kind of having that talk with him about uh, my role uh, after transferring George Mason, like what he see me as, uh, and it was just more of talks of just being comfortable, uh, being a player that he that he know I can be, uh, being myself. Uh, I think oftentimes at Tennessee, I kind of got in my own head and. Uh, like when you're not playing, uh, you kind of think about what's going like outside things instead of looking in the mirror. And I think having that talk face to face just really helped me uh, get back to to my mindset of being who the player that I am. Uh, so I, just coming to Mason, going to Mason was just wanted to wanted to show that the player that I can be. And uh, I think some of my best memories was. Uh, I think I, I, all of them for real. Though, but I stick out was being Maryland for the uh, when they were ranked uh, our first row game, uh, Kansas game. Um, just a lot of big games where where our team was able to showcase the things that they can do. Uh, pretty sure if my teammates there uh, got two that came with me uh, to Providence. So uh, just my time at Mason just helped me grow into the player that I knew I can be, uh, as well as shooting the ball, making decisions, uh, rebounding. Uh, Garner, other team's best player, just bringing all of those to the light uh, uh, in a bigger role at Mason, uh, playing a lot of minutes, uh, something that I wasn't used to. Uh, I had to get used to that. Uh, I remember being like like uh, a couple games in, I just felt like I was like super tired, but I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I used to playing these all these minutes. So uh, just finding, finding my niche, finding my my role on within that team at my two years at Mason, each team we had, uh, was great for me, uh, just having a bigger role and just showing showing people what I can do and uh, try to win basketball games. And now that brings us to here. That brings us to Providence College. You know, when Kim was getting the job, I'm sure a lot was going through your head. But you know, what was that conversation like when you know Kim was making the move to PC and 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 you were you were able to follow him here again? Like, you know, was it? You know, what, what was it like? Uh, definitely. Uh, when he got the job, uh, I was kind of just like, cause I was, I was on a, I was on a, cause it's my fifth year. So I was on the, on a, on a, uh, the rope of, uh, 
coming back to college or should I try to go pro, uh, things like yep. that. And I, I ultimately ended up choosing to come back to Mason. And then uh, Colina's got the job at Providence. So uh, it kind of was like, I was stuck for a second. Like, what's going on? Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, it was just a whirlwind of things. Uh, getting calls, like, oh, what you like, you staying? Are you going? Uh, so uh, just think the whole process was just, uh, was a whirlwind uh, for a lot of people, uh, especially probably Coach English. Uh, Caught the most of it, uh, being being a guy who's 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 uh, switching schools as a coach. Uh, but definitely, uh, as soon as he got the job, I kind of looked into PC. Uh, I've heard about it all the time, but like uh, I wasn't in a conference with him, never played against him, so it wasn't really much uh, connection there as far as me personally. But uh, as soon as he got the job, I did my research, uh, started looking at the players that uh, were here, uh, watched some videos on YouTube of the team, things like that. Uh, Kind of just getting familiar with it and then ultimately made the move to come here. Uh, I took a visit and I was uh, sold immediately. Uh, walked into the gym, just the practice gym, uh, things like that. It was just the atmosphere or the fans. So we came on a visit during uh, while school was in session, uh, just getting the love from the fans. Uh, was just a just a sample size of what I knew was coming. Uh, just being appreciative of the community, the fan base. Uh, Everyone who shows support to, to Providence, uh, it's just been a great experience so far. Uh, being able to play in the amp, uh, I heard stories hundreds of times uh, before the season started. Everyone I meet talked about the amp. Uh, and then stepping out on the court for the first time, just looking around, just seeing the fan base. Uh, I think it was just, it came, it was a full circle moment for me. Uh, and maybe being able to do that with, uh, with the coach I've been with my whole college career, uh, I think it was a great experience, uh, me personally. Yeah, I mean, it was clear when you we stepped on the floor night one that you were you were locked in, right? You know what you're here to do in in in, in this fifth year. And I'm curious when you got here in the off season, right? You got guys like Bryce Hopkins and Devin Carter. You know, you are the upperclassmen to them. They're they're talented players who were making their decision to return. How excited were you guys to just kind of like come together? Like you have a very unique balance of of experience and skill. So I, I want what was that first interaction like? over the summer with the guys? Uh, definitely getting here. Like, on my visit, uh, getting to watch those guys uh, through their workouts. And uh, like I said, I did my research before I even uh, came yeah. here, uh, looking at looking at uh, Bryce, uh, JP, Devin, uh, Corey, the guys that were staying. And uh, just seeing what, what I could add to the team. Uh, once they decided they were staying and things like that, I just kind of picked out what I wanted – my main focus to be for this team. Like I said, uh, we have a lot of talented guys uh, who could do a lot of things on the court. court. So uh, coming in, uh, like I'm not worried about scoring or I need to score this many points or whatever and things like that. Just how does my game fit with theirs? And uh, and I and I think that the summer we took time to to really work on that, uh, work on what we want our team to look like, what we want our team to play like. Um, who, who wants the ball and what spots, things like that. And I think that really helped us uh, grow as a team. And uh, don't, like I said, don't off-court thing also built that bond. But having players like Bryson Devin stay, JP stay, Corey stay, uh, really just uh, helps the team like they had. Those guys are so talented. And uh, bringing guys over, freshmen that we have, and then the transfers that came in, uh, just finding ways we can all be cohesive and together, uh, exist in the same team. And, uh I think we're doing a good job at that. We're trending in the right direction. Uh, nine games in, uh, we still have a lot of basketball to play. Uh, so just find ways to keep getting better every day and then keep learning about your teammates. Uh, 
watching film together, things like that, having those talks. I think those are very important for a team like like this because uh, we have a lot of new pieces or a lot of players that's new to each other, uh, like Devin, Bryce, JP. Corey played together last year, but we're bringing in four new freshmen and three transfers coming in. So, man, essentially that's a new team. So finding ways to bring those together and uh, bring those together on how we want to play, how we want our, how we want our team to look. Uh, it's been a process over the off season. And uh, I mean, even in season, nine games in, it's still a process. Uh, finding, finding what works, what don't work um, is just important. Uh, but having guys like those two and, um, was really was really great to see uh, and to find ways that I can fit in with them and uh and help them meet their potential as they help me reach my potential. Yeah, we went to a practice um over the summer and, and Kevin and I walked away and we were like, wow, ticket like he was just in that flow state, right? When you're out there, like you can really defend and it kind of comes naturally to you, and then you can obviously naturally slash and and, and shoot the basketball. So we're just really impressed with like your ability to like. You, you, you don't have to force it, right? You just have the innate ability to kind of do things on both ends of the floor. I was just going to, this is kind of a, a bonus question o- almost about the off season, like Dennis Felton, right? Like he's a guy who he's been a head coach, right? In like the SEC, yeah. Western Kentucky. When we went to that practice, he was very vocal and he was getting you guys going and was almost like the defensive coordinator, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. um, what's it been like playing for him as well? Uh, like So I played with him. He was at Mason as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he's definitely our definitely our defensive quarterback uh, from the bench. Uh, appreciate his 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 motor. Uh, he has a great motor. Uh, even practice, like he's not going to stop. He's going to be relentless with his with his coaching, and I think that's really helped uh, me, not only me but the players he's coaching. Uh, and he, we had at Mason and the players that we have now uh, really one getting them up to want to play defense. Uh, our principles, our rules, uh, guarding your man one on one. He brings all those. Uh, uh intangible things to, to the team as a coach though uh just his, his i think his energy is the, is the is the biggest the biggest uh biggest thing he has for us um he's he's not going to stop coaching you um even when you don't want to hear it, you're mad you're upset he's going to keep going uh, i think that's the great thing about him uh he doesn't let things get in the way of how he wants to coach uh like you said he's been a head coach before so he's been on a road for a long time uh but I think he's a great, a great asset to our team uh, because of his energy, because of his knowledge, because of his uh, want to. Uh, I think if he get out there and practice a little bit, he would. He would. But uh, I just appreciate the energy he brings to our team because it really gets me going, gets our guys going. Uh, having him uh, in our ear about uh, wanting to play defense, how to play defense, uh, and uh, sticking to our principles uh, when we're out there. Yeah. No, I just wanted to give him a shout out. Another guy again. Providence ties comes back no. all these years later. <laughs> Hey, it's divine providence, as Steve Knapp would say, right? Um, it's it, it's really it's really special to our to our small school. But let's yeah. get into some individual games. Let's talk yeah. about Wisconsin first, because that's a fun one. Yeah, I I was there, and I remember just thinking in the first, let's say five to eight minutes, I was like, we are we are zoned in, we are focused, <laughs> and we are playing very physical. And, and, you know, when we gave them a blow, they didn't respond, Omo. And it, it was surprising because Wisconsin is known as being a tough defensive-minded team. You guys mm-hmm. got out on them really quickly and you established, you know, the ability to kind of win that game early. How What, what was that game like, stepping out on the floor? Well, uh, I think that was a great game uh, for our team. Uh, I guess you could quote-unquote our first uh, – Real test at home, uh, being a team like Wisconsin coming in, uh, 
But I think the guys, we were ready to play. Uh, we were fired up, uh, had taken on that challenge of playing uh, Wisconsin. Uh, we knew we knew the players that they were going to come in and uh, be the driving force for them. We wanted to take them out of the game early, and I think that's what we did. We were able to build that lead. Um, uh, that uh, the point guard Chucky, uh, AJ Store was guys that that scores for them, uh, mm-hmm. and that guys that made plays. So uh, the focus was taking them out. A lot of things they wanted to do to turn into a one-on-one game, uh, and uh, being at guard yard. That's, Guard your yard means to stay in front of your man. And uh, I think we did that early on, which we had been that lead in our offensive end. I think the shots were just falling. Uh, started off hot. Uh, I think we got to like a 16 to 7 lead, something like that. Um, and we were able to take run away with it. Uh, I think it started on defense. Uh, I think we set the tone on defense. We, we made that clear uh, before we left the locker room. Like, this is a defensive game. Uh, shots will fall, uh, so don't worry about that. As long as you guard your man, uh, taking great shots, uh, the game will take care of itself. Uh, Kim likes to preach, uh, if you're doing everything on defense, uh, you don't even have to watch the score uh, because you know you're doing all the right things. Uh, we focus on getting kills, uh, three stops in a row. So uh, leaving the locker room, now is our main focus. And then then offense was fun because uh, shots were falling, but we didn't let that affect our defense. So even when they stopped falling, uh, we went a little stretch where we didn't score, but we didn't want them to score. So I think that was the biggest thing. Our defensive mindset going to that game was really set the tone for us as a team. And it bled into our offense because we were able to make shots, get out in transition, uh, share the ball, and uh, everyone's having fun. Yeah, the ball was flowing inside and out that game. And it, it was impressive how the defensive intensity was kept up throughout the whole the whole game. You guys didn't take a playoff. It was – I thought it, it was a great memory. I've been to a lot of good non-conference games <laughs> – in, in, in my day, you know, Texas is one that usually comes to mind when we, we, we had a nice win against Texas years ago now. But, I mean, that was as good of a non-conference win as I've seen in, in, in recent years. So, shout out you guys there. Let's, let's move to Kansas State. So, mm. you know, the, the Bahamas, those, the, those tournaments, when you watch them on TV, you know, it, it always seems like there's a little bit of nerves to start the game, mm. right? Because you're yeah. playing an unfamiliar opponent. You're playing on a neutral court in a tournament on like an ESPN or something like that. And you guys played against the team that made it to the Elite Eight that's really well coached, right? So there was definitely respect on both sides to start. Um, Devin, you know, Devin at at points, it felt like he was really looking, you know, score and kind of get his shot going down. What was was the vibe like in in that game? That seemed like a tough game. Well, it's one of the games you want to be in. Uh, It really shows you uh, the character of your team. When it's a close game, everyone everyone's happy in blowout games. Everyone's could just be sad if you're losing by a lot. But uh, those games where where it's the heavyweight matchup uh, per se uh, really gives you the character of your team. But uh, it, it was a tough game. Uh, they had a great they got a great team over there. Great guards, uh, some talented bigs uh, down the stretch. Uh, I feel like we made some plays to win the game. Uh, shots didn't some shots didn't go down and things like that. But uh, I mean overall, I think our team fought uh, till the end. Uh, not having uh, our point guard uh, also hurt, uh, things like that. But uh, I feel like the guys that that's, that came in uh, to take that place really stepped up uh, and uh, and showed what they were made of. But, uh, well, we didn't get the win, but I feel like our team grew from that loss, uh, being able to learn from it and uh, the things we've done well, uh, keep those with us and the things we didn't do so well, uh, try to limit those and minimize those uh, for our next opponent. But... Overall, I think the Kansas State game really helped our team grow uh, in the toughness standpoint, but also in the standpoint of uh, things we want to do, uh, things that works for us, uh, uh, continue to do those things and minimize the things that didn't work so well. 
Yeah. No, I mean, I look at that game and we were, we were one foul call away at the end of the game from taking it home. So we, it, it was right there. Definitely a great learning experience against a great team. And yeah, like, you know, in Big East play, you're obviously going to have opportunities to really, you know, get marquee wins, non-conference games typically kind of show you, hey, who are we? And you guys were tough and you guys hung in that whole game, even being down Jaden. So I definitely give a I definitely give the team a lot of props. And speaking of Jaden and, and Garway, they're they're two very they're different guards, but both very dynamic. Obviously, Jaden, you know, loves to play with pace. He can score the basketball. He just has like that sort of New York point guard swagger in him. Um, and then you have Garway, who's just this incredible, you know, has incredible talent, really high ceiling. What's it been like playing with the, with with those guys um, in, in, in practice? Like you have like two very different but very skilled point guards to play with. So, yeah, in practice, uh, we normally split the teams up. And uh, sometimes I'm on Garway team, sometimes on Jaden's team. But uh, I'll start with Jaden. Like you said, he has that he has that swagger to him. Uh as a guard, as a point guard, like that New York style. So uh, just playing with him, I just, just you just know what you're going to get. Uh, he's going, he's going to be tough uh, defensively and uh, offensively, creative. Uh, can make a lot of things happen for us. Uh, I think he's smart on offensive end, um, making reads and pick and roll and things like that. And uh, he's been really knocking down shots. Uh, he's really shot the ball very well. So it's kind of helps us uh, as a team to spread the floor even more. Uh, well, when we go. Uh, to per se smaller lineups and things like that, even when we have Josh in. Uh, but him being able to shoot the ball as well as he has been shooting uh, really helps us uh, a lot. But, uh, yeah, just him making reads, him him knowing the offense and things like that has really been helpful for us. And uh, him bringing his swagger of play to us. Uh, sometimes let time, let him shake out, uh, be his defender, and then uh, get into the second line of defense and making the right read. I think he makes the right read a lot of times. And uh, uh, just appreciative of being on the court with him. And then with Garway, uh, like you said, he's – he has this smoothness to his game that not not many have. Uh, kind of find myself guarding him in practice sometimes. He gets by me. I'd be like, like, what did he just do? <laughs> but he, he's very quick. Uh, he's sneaky, sneaky, athletic. Like, he, I mean, I, it's crazy to say sneaky because he's so tall. But uh, you wouldn't think he gets up quick. He's he's fast. He's smart. And uh, things he can do with the basketball. Uh, it's kind of crazy. So it's just handle, um, making reads, the passes he sees. He sees three plays ahead. Uh, and uh, just things he brings to us defensively. Uh, he's got quick hands. He gets a lot of steals, a lot of deflections, uh, which is going to help us a lot this year, uh, being able to guard on the perimeter, uh, being able to switch one through five, one through four, things like that. And uh, he's not your typical small point guard. He's six five, so uh, he could really bother smaller guards uh, when he gets down in the stands, being able to guard, stand in front, and, uh, really in pick and roll if we have to switch and things like that. And uh, But I think, I think Galway's best talent is just him being – smart being able to see five plays ahead and making that making that pass that no one else sees uh he's going to bring a lot to our team uh moving forward uh as he grows in uh to his role and to his into college basketball like i said like i said it's early nine games in uh he's he's getting a feel for what works what doesn't work uh things like that and uh like i said once he minimizes the things that don't work and maximizes talent on the things that works He's going to be a great asset for us because uh, we're going to need him uh, down the stretch. Uh, he does a lot of great things on the floor, and uh, he keeps hitting that shot consistently. He's going to he's going to he's going to do wonders for us. Now let's get to probably the most fun part <laughs> of the interview, which is the Wagner game. So, mm-hmm. man, I mean, I was there, I was right there, and I saw you in that corner spot up, and man, it, it, it looked it just looked like it was an ocean. I mean, it. it 
and I was at the press conference too, where a couple guys asked you like, you know, did, did it feel like the basket was getting bigger? Right. I, I, obviously in those types of situations, you're still taking a shot every time. So it's no guarantee it's going to go in, but I mean, that was a special Friar performance. Donnie McGrath, long time, you know, Friar, you know, a current actually NBA agent who we've interviewed, he went nine for nine in the game against Virginia. I mean, after that, like it, it, the seven seven for ten that you had may have been the best Friar performance we've ever seen, right? Um, what 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 did what did you eat pregame? Like, did you take a nap? Like, what was going on? <laughs> uh, I mean, I came in the game. I came into that game not shooting well. Uh, and obviously, I was, I, was, I was thinking about it. Uh, wanting to make shots was always on my mind. Uh. To help my team, I, not not just for myself, but uh, I'm making shots and it opens up lanes for the drivers who's, who's getting inside the lane. But uh, that game specifically, uh, I didn't do anything different. I kind of got some shots before uh, and kind of just focused on uh, when I get the opportunity to take all the good shots. And uh, I think my teammates were looking for me early. Once the first one went down, uh, DC came to me and said, I'm going to find you. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. Uh, just to bring my confidence. I was probably three for 20 or uh four for something like that four for 23 for 20 and uh i was kicking myself like man like i'm missing easy shots uh shots that i normally make so uh kind of just in that little little mindset of uh what am i doing wrong but uh, i knew if i just kept shooting um they will fall eventually i just keep doing the things on the court that that was helping us win or that that leads to winning that results in winning um but earlier earlier on that wagner game he found me for the first one and he's like i'm gonna keep finding you and then he had uh, Bryce end up having a drive where two on him kicked out top of the key uh, for a shot. Well, that was my first one. Then uh, Devin hit me for the second one. And uh, every time out, they said, keep shooting, keep shooting, keep shooting. If you open, shoot it. And, uh, yeah, I hit five in the first half. Uh, I mean, I didn't plan on that, but uh, I think I think uh, my teammates confident me to, to to hit me when I was open uh, and telling me to keep shooting. It really, really helped uh, with my confidence. Uh because I knew I was taking the right shot, they believed in me to take that shot, and uh, I was able. I was able to go seven for ten. So I uh, just appreciate my teammates uh, making a way for me, uh, stealing that confidence in me, and uh, just myself uh, not getting down on myself, uh, knowing that shots will fall eventually, and uh, staying with it, keep working on my shot um, in the gym, pregame things like that. Uh, didn't let myself get into a mindset where uh, I got less confident. Uh, just got more hungry to, to, to make shots for my team. No, it was, it was, it was a great game. It was a great memory. And that leads us to the URI game. So the URI game, as you saw, it, it, it's very important to us in Rhode Island. Rhode Island such a small yeah. place. <laughs> I, I grew up here. You know, there are kids who grow up URI fans, but most kids do grow up PC, grow up PC <laughs> fans. Let's, 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 you know, keep it real. Um, uh-huh. But there is just something about they love to play us. They love to play us and they love to win because it's their Super Bowl. It's it's bragging rights. It's state bragging rights. And I think the crowd was a little, I think there was a little like what's going to happen at the beginning and then it started to come alive. Yeah. Did you feel like they, they were coming at you guys like, oh, this is, this we got to win this game. This is our Super Bowl. We got to beat PC. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't. I mean, I obviously knew uh, problems with Rhode Island is a little rivalry game, but uh, I didn't have a feel, a real feel for it until we got on the court. Uh, but uh, we knew there was a tough team. They had, they have a great team over there. Uh, respect to them. But uh, coming in, we 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 treated it as any other game. Uh, it wasn't any added any added pressure. Uh, Coaching English preach uh, rivalry games. Uh, nothing else matters but but winning. Uh, 
you could throw out the stat sheets, you could throw out records, you could throw out shooting percentages. Um, just getting a W is what matters in rivalries, and uh, they they came out and played played us tough. Uh, we 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 had some things in the first half that didn't go our way uh, or what we wanted to happen, but um, we ended up having a lead at halftime, and a, the message at halftime was. Uh, like, like how tough can we be? Uh, pretty much just coming out in that second half and being able to, uh, pull out the win. Um, but yeah, they played, they played, they played very tough. Uh, they, they made some tough shots. I think, uh, after watching the film of that game, uh, I felt we, like we were there, but they were able to make some tough shots down the stretch. They made some good reads in the pick and roll, uh, made some, some good threes, some, some timely threes, which kept them in the game. But, uh, I think one of the last media timeouts, we kind of just told ourselves like if we if we get some kills right now, uh, we would run away with this lead. Uh, and we kind of looked at one another and said, "Let's get some stops." And I feel like we went on a little run uh, where we got stops and kind of pulled away from them. And uh, but it was fun uh, being out there, the guys guys talking to each other, things like that, in the crowd again, seeing the crowd um, was was very like it made me very happy. I know it made the guys happy. Uh, we talked about it early. We like this game might be packed. Like uh, it's like the rivalry, the whole the whole build up of it, uh, the whole week uh, before everyone's talking about it. So I knew we knew it was gonna be, we was gonna get a great crowd for it, and uh, we came out with the win. But uh, I was very impressed of, uh, of how the fans uh, show love that, to that game, uh, and we were very appreciative of that rivalry. Um, appreciate that game. Uh, I think, like I said, we got better from that game. Uh, they played us tough. Uh, we saw some things where we we wanted to take out of our game. Uh, and uh, as a team, I think we grew in the toughness standpoint because it was a back and forth game. Uh, we, seen how we couldn't get a stop. And then at that last media, we kind of all, all told each other, like, we need to get stops to win this game. And uh, I felt we went on a stretch where we got a couple of stops and uh, we made some shots and we would ever take a run away with the game. Let's talk about Josh specifically. Obviously, you played with him at George Mason. You played with him here at PC. Josh has shown a very unique dynamic for a big here at PC. We've been used to, you know, more traditional back to the basket guys in the past really six years or so. And Josh gives us that unique ability to kind of step out, shoot the three. And just, he, he, he seems to just go about everything in a very professional, like business manner. Right. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Josh. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe some things we don't know considering you, you, you played with him now at GM and at PC. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think, Having having Josh on your team is is a, is a great luxury uh, as a teammate, you know, as a program, as a as a coach um, at George Mason. Just a lot the things he did for us. Uh, he kind of we kind of we kind of wrote wrote his wave uh, at George Mason, uh, playing through him a lot because uh, he made a lot of plays for us. Uh, he's one of the smartest players I play with, um, as far as IQ and making reads and things like that. And uh, he brings a lot of attention, and and when that attention comes, he's he he's going to make the right play. So uh, I've been appreciative to have, have him at, as my assist guy or my guy who, who's making those reads to those open shooters or to those cutters. Um, uh, bring, bringing him to Providence, uh, I think it was a great addition to our team just with the tools we have. Uh, we have slashers, we have shooters. And uh, getting him the ball uh, early on really establishes our post presence because he can score score with the best of them down low. Uh, and like you said, he's not just a guy who – who needs uh back to the basket? He can face up. He can he can pick and pop, uh, shoot the threes. And uh, if you get down to a three, drive into a post up. And I think his 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 he's most dangerous down there because he has so much footwork. He's had so many pivots, so many reads, so many so many options to to choose from, and not just one one move he sticks to. Um, 
But I think he's he's, he's most dangerous when he has the ball in his hands and uh, he's creating havoc, uh, is causing uh, creating double teams and finding uh, the right person. But uh, like I said, he he he's our he's our guy. We need to go to when we, when we need a play to be made. Uh, giving him the ball down low, he's gonna make the right read. Uh, and he's gonna make the right decision, and um, and I think I like his matchup one on one most nights. Uh, if he gets the ball down low one on one, I think he's gonna score every time. I saw that at Mason where we played a lot of guys. Uh, I was the guy who 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 dove who dove to the dunker spot and got to watch him go one on one, and uh, a lot of times I just knew he was gonna score. I I could just see the way someone's playing him. Um, he's very smart at his shots that he wants to take. Uh, how someone's defending him, he knows how to. To maneuver that, so just watching him get the one on one down low, uh, most not, most likes I like the I like his matchup. So we give him the ball because he makes a lot of things happen for us, and he's going to continue to do that. And uh, and I I like him to be more aggressive, uh, scoring the ball because he's going to open it up for for everyone. Well, very well said. Let's let's talk about Kim. Let's talk. Let's talk about Kim's. You know, I saw him in practice. You know, high energy. Move. You know, move the pace. You know, he really talks a lot about preparation. Like you fall to the level of preparation that you put in, and and it absolutely makes sense, right? If you guys put in that work and you believe that you can, you can beat anybody, you can. And 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 I love when we sat down with them over the summer, how how real and how genuine he was when we were when we were chatting with him. And I just love to know from your perspective, you know, what it's been like playing for him these all these years now. Uh, definitely meeting him at. Meeting him at Tennessee, we kind of came in together because uh, the coach that recruited me ended up getting the Georgia State job. And so Kim essentially took his spot. And uh, so we kind of came in at the same time. But uh, like you said, the first thing I noticed was his energy uh, through workouts, through practice. Uh, him jumping in practice, lacing up his shoes, uh, being able to still go out there and play was uh, great for us. But uh, he, he, the things he teaches, uh, I think things is that you need on the court, but it's also things that you're going to need in life. Uh, and he makes that clear. He always makes those connections between uh, what he wants us to learn through basketball, but also how we could take those things we're learning uh, into life. And I've been appreciative of him uh, being like a mentor to me, big brother, um, and uh, essentially taking me on his journey, uh, going on that journey with him uh, from Tennessee to George Mason to Providence. Uh, and then at George Mason, at Providence, uh, being the guy who looks to 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 create, to uh, to speak through his culture uh, to the team, uh, things like that. What he wants the team to look like, but uh, just Kim as a person, just a great person. Like you said, his energy is high. He he's real. Uh, he's never going to sugarcoat anything, uh, which is great. Uh, you want someone on your on your team who who gives you the real. Uh, you don't want yes man. You don't want people. Um, sugarcoat anything because uh you you don't learn like that you don't grow like that and uh, i think kim is one of the people who who's going to keep it real with you and i've been appreciative of that uh for five years and uh but him as a coach it's just, it's just been a pleasure to play for him because of the things that he brings to the team uh his knowledge of the game uh like i always say and uh him being him making it to a place where a lot of guys wants to go uh, which is the nba which is a high level overseas things like that um Having that as your head coach uh, is is a is a plus. Um, like you can talk to him about anything, going to him for questions, things like that. And uh, on the court, it's just it's like you're playing against another player. Like you're you're out there with another player. The way he talks, uh, the way he gets in practice, plays against us. He hops in the one on one, things like that. Uh, I just been appreciative to have a coach like that because uh, not often do you have a guy who who's who's very young. 
but also uh, been where you want to be. And uh, I think that's a lot. I think that's a lot. Lot one of his main main positives as a coach, uh, his connectiveness to his teammate, up to his uh, players, uh, really helps in the aspect of uh, buying into what he says, what he believes in, his philosophy, and things like that. Because uh, ultimately, he's been where you want to be, and uh, he he's been in your shoes. He's been a high uh, a high major player. Uh, things like that. So I think the way he can connect to people uh, is one of the big reasons why he, he, he's he been uh, blessed with the opportunities to be be the head coach at George Mason and, and now in Providence. Yeah, I mean, very well said. I think for so many guys, you know, you see these older coaches and maybe some who didn't play professionally and it's like, how, how does it translate, right? And for Kim, he has both, right? Younger guy, played in the league, can can definitely translate, okay, this is what it took to kind of get to the highest level. And that's what, that's what everybody's striving for at the end of the day. So I think that was, that was, that was very well said. Now we're going to get to some fun questions. So Providence, right? Mm. We love our food. It's a big food city. At least we try. We're a small city, but we try and be big in the food category, right? Any mm. restaurants you've been out to that you really liked or any places downtown you thought was pretty cool? So I've been to... So I'll say my, I, I've been to, uh, I was introduced to Yaz Chicken when I first got here, which was pretty good on Thayer Street. Um, mm-hmm. GG's on Smith Street, which was uh, like a soul food place. Uh, downtown? I haven't really been in many places downtown. I have a place in mind, but I can't remember the name of it. It's like an Italian restaurant. Um, I mean, those I are some, like, Thayer Street. What was it? Castor- I think it's Castorinos. Yeah, Castorinos. I mean, that that's that's a staple. Uh, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Great value, great quality. That's probably yeah. my favorite overall. So good, good choice. But no, I mean, Pro- Providence is is known for so many different you know types of food and and and, mm-hmm. and just the just the culture of good food. So Thayer Street has amazing restaurants. I think I right. think it gets almost forgotten sometimes over on the east side, but no, I, I think those are great answers. Um, I, need, I, I need to take a trip to Fair Hill. I, I, I've, drove, I've driven past a bunch of restaurants, but I just haven't had the time like to actually stop in and try them. But I'm, I'm going to make that my goal over the next few months uh, to, to try as many restaurants as I can over there. Well, there's, there's definitely a few. <laughs> so let's talk about some guys on the team. I mean, I have an idea already about this question, but who's 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 the who is the funniest guy on the team? Is it is it? My guess would be from what I've seen, Rich Barron, but you never know, right? Funniest guy on the team? Honestly, I would say me. <laughs> I think I think I'm pretty funny. Uh, I make a lot of guys laugh, but uh, other than me, uh, Rich is also Donovan. Donovan's very funny. Uh, every time I get around him, I get a good laugh, and uh. I think as a unit, we all collectively funny. Uh, we spend a lot of time together, and it's, it's nothing but laughs. Uh, so, but if I had to pick, I'd probably say Donovan. I think he's he's I think he's hilarious. All right, that's that's a good one because we have <laughs> you know we haven't seen too much of Donovan this year so yeah. far. How about who was one guy at practice over the summer where you're like it kind of surprised you? Right, obviously you knew about some guys that you scouted going in, but you're like, wow, this guy can this guy can really ball. Uh, I would say I would say Garway. Uh, I didn't I didn't see much on Garway uh, before I got. I've seen some videos, but uh, actually when I first got to campus, uh, like my first day on, he was like I was shooting and he walked out. He's like, "You want to play one on one?" I'm like, "Like cool, come on." Uh, 
cooked me. Cooked me. <laughs> I just came off a seven-hour <laughs> drive. <laughs> as soon as I got to, to the gym, a seven-hour drive, we were in the gym just, just we're getting some shots up. And uh, we ended up walking and we played one-on-one. And uh, like I said before, the, like his handle, things you can do with the basketball is kind of crazy. Uh, and, and I got to see it close up on my first day. Um, so I, I would say Garrett would really surprised me uh, with his uh, abilities on the court uh, early on in the summer. And then Devin, right? So Devin is considered probably one of the better defenders in college basketball. What is it like watching him in practice kind of just, just lock down, right? And, and, and seeing it that up close or, or even in the games too. Uh, I, it kind of makes me laugh how, how, like how hard he plays defense. Uh, I remember, I remember one practice we were, I might not have been in a drill or something like that. I might have been watching and I'm just watching him it's like a one-on-one drill or something like that. And I'm just watching how fast he moves. Uh, and I kind of thought to myself, like, I thought I was a like good defender, but I'm like, I'm just watching him like, Wow, like, uh, but it's been great to watch him play defense because I've been able to learn some things. Uh, obviously, we're two very different defenders. I'm much taller, uh, longer, so I kind of uh, defend a little differently than he does. He uses quickness and strength. And uh, But being able to watch him and take some things uh, that he does uh, defensively uh, has been great for me because uh, it's only going to make me a better defender uh, watching him. But, uh, but yeah, i definitely taken some things from him uh, to add to my defensive uh, – uh, weaponry, I should say, but uh, yeah, being two different defenders, uh, being able to learn from someone who kind of defends differently than you do, uh, just taking notes. I've been taking notes for sure since the summer, and uh, but it kind of makes me laugh because I, I was able to like actually sit back and like just watch him defend, and it and the way he defends is is, is crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Athletic abilities, his power, his speed, uh, all, mixing all that in one, uh, it's it's great to see. Yeah, it it blows my mind when you when you get close and see him up up up, up close and personal. Like he's not that big comparative to a right. lot of the you know the bigger guards out there. But man, he is just so quick and able to use his agility to be really powerful, like you said. And he he gave you a shout out one post game too as well. He's like, hey, tickets just as good of a defender as I am, <laughs> if not better. And that was a cool moment. I really like right. like like being in the in the press room for that. Um, that you guys kind of feed off each other and. Um, no, I mean, it, 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 it seems, it seems like you guys, I mean, defensively, you guys have had an amazing season thus far, you know, really holding opposing field goal percentage down and, you know, you know, offensive efficiency down on the other side. And I'm excited to see how that looks for the rest of the year. Um, uh, how about this? So, you know, Providence, Rhode Island in general is, is, is a very small place, right. And, you know, you guys are the main show in town. What is it like knowing, like, when you suit up at the amp, that you, you guys are like the main ticket in town? You got twelve thousand five hundred fans out there for you. Like, ha- has it been a, a unique experience for you in your basketball journey? Uh, definitely for sure. Um, coming to a place like Providence, where where Providence is very important to the to the, to the state, uh, I should say. Um, it's been a blessing. Uh, having those having people root for you, having people on your side. Um. I think I think the games have been great. Uh, the, the the support, uh, the activity at the games, things like that. Uh, people cheering uh, throughout the whole game is just just a blessing. Uh, I think Providence College is really blessed to have a fan base who really cares about it. And it's not just it's not just the one one group of people. It's it's, it's little kids, middle age, older. So it's like a mixture of of, of a lot of fans, and uh, I've been appreciative of that. And uh, 
just being being a role model uh in a way uh to younger to younger players younger fans uh is always great for me because i i love to get back uh it's one of the things that um that that i that i value um always want to want to look up to as a as, as a younger player so uh any chance i get to to try to make a make make a young child's day uh, i would do and um i think i think it's been great but uh like a lot of times after the games, uh, we're walking around, we're talking. Uh, someone like, "Can I have your wristband? Can I have your wristband?" But just seeing a smile, <laughs> seeing seeing a smile, like I get, I give away my wristband like twice, uh, my headband once. Uh, but seeing a smile on their face when they get it, uh, that's just just what I live for. Uh, because uh, it's gonna be times where it was times where I wanted that per- a role model uh, to look up to and things like that. And I think per- Providence College is a perfect example of of how players can uh, impact lives. Um, through through basketball, uh, through through relationships, uh, building relationships with the fans. Uh, but I think I think Providence County is very blessed to have the fan base that it does, and and the support from the whole state, uh, even surrounding states. Uh, I've talked to people who've, who've said they've driven from Connecticut, driven from Maine, um, things like that to to watch us play. So it's always appreciative when you have a, a a large fan base like that who who comes out to support uh, night in and night out. So so well said. That may have been one of the best answers we've ever we've ever gotten for that question. So so shout, shout out to you there. But I gotta give you I gotta give you some highlight here to end. <laughs> right. Music music is is important to you, right? And 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 I, I and I, I listen I listen to you. I listen to your tracks, and and you know you can tell that like yes, basketball. You have that natural flow state in basketball, but you also have that for music and hip hop. <laughs> how did how did that become such you know a big part of your life? Dropping an EP. And now, like this, also being you know a part of your DNA. Um. Uh, so I listened to a lot of music growing up. Um, but I started rapping when I was about like twelve, maybe. Uh, I never really like recorded anything, but I had a friend who who wanted to be a rapper. Uh, we were very young at the time, but I knew he wanted to be a rapper. He's like, I like rappers, so we always used to like just, um make music with each other, like just recording on the phone and we walking down the street, like, oh, play, play the song we made. Like we walked to the store, listen to the music. Uh, and then once I got older, uh, I was able to to do some things, like go to a studio, go to record some things and uh, really get into it. And um, I think it kind of just, it kind of just formed into me uh, making music, but I always, always wanted to make music and things like that. And I had the opportunity as I got older to, to really put that into play. And uh, with like going, like I said, like going to the studio and uh, making music. Uh, I like to rap about just my life. Uh, a lot of things I rap about is things that I've been through, things that I've seen. Um, so yeah, just telling a story about me um, through music, and uh, I kind of kind of makes me happy. So I, it's what I do. It's what I do. Um, like when I'm bored, sometimes I just put my headphones on, listen to a beat, or write a song down, uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things that I did growing up, and I was able to to make some things happen and bring it to bring it to the light uh, as I got older. And uh, having the platform that I do as an athlete uh, really helped me push push my music. Um, I was kind of I was kind of nervous first uh, to really come out with music uh, because I was thinking of like I'm a basketball player, kind of just keep those two separate. But I kind of just went with it. Uh, I knew it was something I wanted to do. I was passionate about, so uh, I kind of just said, "Why not? Why not do it?" And I uh, received a lot of good, great feedback from it. So uh, I'm happy that I did it. Um, but yeah, music has been a part of my life for a long time. And uh, I finally had the chance to really, really, really make something of it. And uh, so I credit to uh, one of my best friends uh, who who grew up rapping and uh, 
inspired by him and he told me like you, you should try i'm like i'm a basketball player but nobody's gonna listen to it like they want to see me play basketball he's like bro just try it and then, <laughs> as i got older i'm like all right, i'm gonna do it like until so wanted wanted to keep him separate but uh i think mixing it with the platform that i have uh really helped me uh get it out there and uh really grow uh, into to the music to the music thing yeah i mean so many people talk about, you know, doing doing something in music or dropping an album and you did that. And and that is that's something to be really proud of. And I'm I'm excited for you to continue to chase both your basketball dreams and, and your music dreams as you as, as you know, you continue on after college. But no, we got we got a minute left. I was gonna say, is there any specific like hip hop or or, or or songs all time that are like tickets favorites that you're that you jam out to before you get out there? Um so my favorite rapper is Meek Mill all the time. Uh, so any Meek Mill track I'm listening to and uh, Rod Wave. Any Rod Wave song uh, really gets me in the mood. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much in my top two. Uh, Rod Wave, wow. Meek Mill, um, Lil Baby, Lil Dirk. That's kind of listening. Any any music by them uh, is good for me. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, this is an awesome conversation. It was so great to just learn a little bit about you, you know, your passion for your community, where you come from, your your journey that has led you to Friartown, which almost seemed in a way, like I was saying, divine providence of, you know, you played for a former PC coach who's really revered. Kim now gets the job. You make the move. Like it, it, it really, it really seems like it was meant to be. And I'm really mm -hmm. excited to continue to watch you all season, you know, how versatile you are on, you know, on offense and defense, seeing you go, <laughs> go set seven for 10 from three, you know, another night, hope, hopefully, you know, that's let's obviously that a again. lot of, let's try to do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. So no, we love the energy ticket. You, you know, this is a great conversation. Excited to drop it with the fans and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you play the rest of the season. Gotcha. I appreciate you for having me. You got it. Go Friars. <laughs>